What's going on, guys? Want to thank TopNotchOdds.com, great sponsor of the podcast. Now, I know that a lot of you guys out there like to do uh, bonuses when you deposit money in your sports book online, right? Whether it's a small bonus, a large bonus, the way bonuses work. Let's say you choose to do a 100% deposit bonus, okay? You put in 100 bucks, and they'll give you 100% of your deposit. So they give you $100 back in free money. So you put in 100 all of a sudden, you got 200 bucks in your account. A lot of people like that. I hear from you guys. I see on Twitter. You guys like doing that. The only issue is on a lot of websites, they're going to charge a hefty rollover. The rollover is the amount of money you have to bet before you can get your money out. So they give you free money. They say, okay, we'll match you 100%, but now you have to guarantee us you're going to bet this much, right? So on a lot of websites, you know, 100% bonus is pretty common with about a 25 times rollover. So you put in 100, you have 100 back, a total of 200 in your account. Now they're going to make you gamble $2,500 just to get that money out. It's ridiculous. So topnotchodds.com, part of why they're so great is their rollovers are very, very low. They offer with promo code SHARPEDGE. When you're signing up, put in promo code SHARPEDGE. You can get up to a 200% deposit bonus. And the rollovers with the 200% bonus are only 10 times. So you put in 100 bucks, they're going to give you 200 back, so you got 300 in your account, and you only have to gamble $1,000 to get your money out. So it's very reasonable rollovers, best rollovers in the industry, online, topnotchodds.com, promo code SHARPEDGE. What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. On today's show, College Football Wednesday. Let's do it. This is The Sharp Angle, every day on your favorite podcast player. All right, on today's show, like we do every Wednesday, we're going to play back a portion of College Football Weekly. College Football Weekly, a uh, podcast that you can find on any of the podcast players you guys listen to this show on, hosted by Will Chambers. I am on that show as well, and on today, well, on this week's uh, uh, podcast, we just kind of went through the national championship game, LSU. Taking on Clemson, it's going to be a good one, man. And this year in college football, there were three elite teams. I think we'd all agree on that. Ohio State is out. Now we're left with Clemson and LSU, deserving two teams to wrap things up in college football. Uh, We also did end the bet board, and I ended up getting the 2019-2020 victory for the first year of the College Bowl Weekly Podcast. I had to hold Will off. He had a nice little run there at the end. And for those who don't know what I'm talking about, for all the games throughout the season that Will and I disagreed on, we put them on the bet board. And I ended up winning this year's championship by a couple games over Will Chambers, but it, it was close there at the end. So, all right, let's get to it. Let's play back the handicapping of the Clemson LSU National Championship. The end of the season, but it's the biggest game of the year. So, Tyler, what do you say we break it down? We break uh, down the championship game. Let's do it, Will. All right. We have the NAF championship game, LSU, the Tigers versus Clemson. Wait, are you sure that's the right matchup? Of the Tigers. We got Tiger on Tiger violence here. Uh, LSU, a five-and-a-half, six-point favorite, depending on where you find it. I believe they opened closer to four, and it jumped very six. quickly. It's Let's six go now. six. six. Yes, okay. I think that would be the consensus. Yeah, for sure. Look, I don't have to tell our listeners about these teams. If if you're a college football fan with a pulse, you've been watching LSU all year. You maybe haven't been watching that many Clemson games in the regular season, but you certainly saw them. I'm sorry to interrupt you, yeah, man. Yeah, interrupt me. Let's just say five and a half because I do believe that's probably the right consensus. Now. Yeah, yeah, okay. around the market. So cool. five and a half. Five and a half. We'll stick with five and a half. Yeah, I mean, 
I didn't. I think I only watched two regular season Clemson games, maybe three. I only I only watched one of them all the way through, and that was the uh, the Texas A and M game. They didn't play a, a. They played a very soft schedule. People didn't know what Clemson was, but w- and a lot of people picked them. Obviously, they were favored against Ohio State, and they won and they covered, I believe, too. And people still didn't know what to expect. Now, after seeing them beat a very good, this is an Ohio State team that. All year long, Tyler, you and I talked about it. People all over the, the country talked about it, them being the best team in the country, and they certainly were one of the best teams in the country. And Clemson still hadn't played anybody all year, and they found a way to get it done. Obviously, Davo Swinney does an incredible job when, uh, with with big games. He's one of the best big game coaches in the country. And since becoming the, since becoming the starter in Week 5 last year against Syracuse, Trevor Lawrence, he's never lost a game. He's 25 and 0 straight up. And by the way, he's 19 and 6 against the spread over those 25 uh, starts, including the national championship game last year when they blew at Alabama for 44 to 16. So we know about Trevor Lawrence. We know about Travis Etienne and all the talent they have out wide, right? But their defense is maybe the best part of their whole team. They're one of the best defensive teams in the whole country, Tyler. And they were they were able to hold. Ohio State, which was, I believe, the number two scoring offense all year long, it's only 23 points. And then you look at Clemson's defense compared to LSU. They're better than, than, than LSU in almost every category. They allow almost half the points per game. Now, obviously, you got to take that with a grain of salt with their schedule. But still, they're only giving up 11.5 points per game. Uh, they're, they're giving up 150 yards through the air per game. That's, that's top five in the country, 112 rushing yards per game. They're absolutely dominating all of the defensive stats. I mean, LSU's defense isn't bad either, but I think Clemson's defense has proven much better. And then you look at the offense, I think it's a similar story where LSU's offense is overall much better. They may not run the ball as much as Clemson, but that's because their passing their passing game has just been so prolific. And so when you look at this game, I think I'm interested to know if you agree with me on this, Tyler. I think LSU's going to score. I think LSU's going to score 30 or more. And so when you're picking this game, you have to ask yourself, how much how much is Clemson going to score? Can can the LSU defense, which looked amazing against Oklahoma, can they hold Clemson to 28 points or less? I here's man, I'm really torn because I think LSU will win this game, and I've been wanting to pick LSU this whole time. When we, you made me give a you know a pre breakdown pick in last week's show, Tyler, and I picked LSU, and the more I think about it. The more I'm thinking, I I'm I feel like I'm forced to take Clemson just because of the points here, just because it's six points. Tyler, help me out here. I'm taking Clemson as well. We're we're we're, we're not that different, you and I. <laughs> um, I like Clemson in this game. I think Clemson. I'm gonna have multiple bets. Really, I'm gonna have Clemson plus six because the five and a half is what's readily available now, but you can find six if you shop around. So I'm you gonna can, have plus actually. Six. I'm seeing plus six and a half available at Bovada. See, that's the thing is, I was looking at a bet online, which is a much sharper book. Uh-huh. So it's going to be any because I use Bovada a, a, a lot too. Right, I actually prefer the Square books to be honest. Yep. So it, anywhere right now from five and a half to six and a half, that shows the volatility market to market. I will I, let's just say six. Then I will take. I will have Clemson plus six for sure. I'm also going to have Clemson in a, in a teaser plus twelve, and I'm also going to have Clemson money line. Because I believe Clemson About is plus two hundred ish, plus one ninety. Yes, yes. I think Clemson is so undervalued here. Now, here's what I want to do. Let's go kind of 
tier by tier because you mentioned something and I want to go, I just want to, let's go unit by unit, okay? I want to do that right now with you. And let's go and see how they match up. And I want to see if this changes the way you're thinking about the game because I can tell you're torn. You're on my side. I'm on Clemson, as I told you. But let's go, okay? Offensive line for Clemson, four seniors, one sophomore, against a defensive line for LSU. I give the upper hand to Clemson. Here's why. We saw a Clemson team wear down Ohio State in the second half. I firmly believe the first quarter of that game was Clemson going, holy shit, this is big boy football. This is what it feels like. We just got done playing 13 games, including the ACC championship, with far inferior opponents. Yeah, It took a half, a quarter and a half at least, for them to wake up. For sure. Then they did. The offensive line, I think, did what they wanted to, double team or not, for Ohio State. So I think the offensive line has the upper hand against this younger Ohio State defensive line, albeit everyone knows Chase Young. I still think the upper hand goes to Clemson, who's going to handle him very well. What do you think for that matchup? Where are you talking about against Clemson's Ohio State? Ohio's, Clemson's offensive line versus Ohio State's defensive line. I still would have given the edge to Ohio State's defensive so line we before the game. So we disagree yeah. there. Maybe now I'd say they're even. That's but what that's I what I'm say. asking you yes. right now. Yep. Clemson? I would say they're evenly matched. So I'll be the tiebreaker and give a slight edge to Clemson. You okay. say even. Okay. Let's flip it. Ohio State's offensive line, de- Clemson's defensive line. Okay. Ohio, I would go Ohio State's offensive line. I would there. also go Ohio, State, Ohio State's offensive line. Yeah. Okay, so it's kind of 1-1. One, one. Yep. Now we go to the secondary, and we go receivers against secondary. And although LSU, good receivers, separation all year, there's a great metric. I forget what website it is. LSU's receivers have actually gotten the second most separation this year from any receiver group, any receiver core. Yeah, they have probably the best receivers in the, in the country. I agree. But when you compare receivers to secondary, I believe LSU is not at the advantage. Clemson has the advantage both. You think their secondary is better than let, LSU's receivers? Let me explain why. Clemson's secondary right now. If you look at many mock drafts, and these aren't wishy-washy mock drafts. These are real Mel Kiper, NBC mock drafts. And if you look at the history, they have real validation. Clemson, right now on defense, cornerback, A.J. Farrell, expected to be a first-round pick. Stud. Safety, Isaiah Simmons, expected to be not only a first-round pick, a top-10 pick. Um, Will, two guys are in the secondary, okay? Expected to go to the NFL next year in the first round. The other two, expected to go the following years. They're just not eligible right now. My whole thing with Clemson, they've got a full NFL. L secondary. They just don't have the stats to prove it because they haven't seen it this year. No one wants to test these guys. If you look at what the scouts are saying about Clemson's defense, you're right. You had the correct reaction. What are you talking about? LSU's got a great offense. I completely agree with that. But when you mat when you talk purely matchups, LSU's defense compared to Clemson's offense, and then Clemson's defense compared to LSU's offense, I think Clemson holds the advantage in both. Mm, okay, what I would push back on, I I, I don't I know that uh, Clemson has great defensive backs, by the way. Obviously, the guys you mentioned are incredible. But uh, if anything, I'd say they're maybe even. Because you look at LSU's receivers between Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, and Terrence Marshall, those guys are all three NFL caliber receivers. And so you, I think what you're saying is that you – while everyone knows about the NFL talent for the LSU receivers, they maybe 
don't quite recognize exactly, it. It's exactly, on the same level exactly, for the Clemson exactly, secondary. Exactly. And where you were just going right there, let's also not forget, and, and while we're doing a full handicap here, let's also not forget LSU has a very good secondary as well. And if yeah. I were to identify one strength for each team, it is their secondary. And this is weird because we're expecting a high-scoring game. We think that both teams are going to find their ways because this is 2020, folks. This is what college football offenses do. You're going to find what Joe Brady's going to find a way to score some touchdowns. Dabo Sweeney in that offense going to find a way to score some touchdowns. That's just college football. But if you ask me, the secondary on both teams, far and away, the best units for each team. Now, let's look at LSU, okay? We just mentioned the great, uh, in terms of NFL talent going. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kristen Fulton or Christian, excuse me, Christian, Christian Fulton, Fulton for LSU. He's going to be borderline first, second round pick. Uh, defensive end, not secondary, but let's look at the pressure they're going to be getting on the quarterback, which will help the secondary. Yeah. The end, kind of an edge rusher. Uh, Clavon Shiasen, if, 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 am I saying that right? I don't know. I think I am. Sure. Cl- I think it's Clavon Shiasen, first round pick. And again, in the secondary, safety, Grant Delpit. Expected to go yeah, Grant late first round. Yeah. Will, we're talking about between the two championship teams, <laughs> we could see four or five players drafted just in the secondary. For sure. We're talking cornerbacks and safeties first or second round. This is going to be unbelievable talent on the field. This is what I love about college football. At this point in the year, you yeah. get these great matchups. But, Will, it, it's funny. You start to go, and this is what we're doing right now, receivers to secondary, secondary to receivers. Both teams yeah. have great secondaries. So then, both teams, great receivers. It's tough to really find the edge. Because you I mentioned finding the edge with Clemson's offensive line and defensive line against Ohio State, but how do you how do you do, you do the same thing for – because I think you're right. I would give Clemson's offensive line maybe a slight edge over the LSU defensive line, but I would give LSU's offensive line a very – a very real edge over Clemson's defensive line. That's what I think. I think LSU has one of the best offensive lines in the whole nation. You think LSU is one of the best offensive yeah, lines? Yeah, and I think that even though Clemson's been known, they, uh, they have a, but re- a recent but, history but here, of putting defensive linemen in the NFL, but I they under- lost some guys last I year. I understand that, but they're also, if you look at adjusted sack rate, they're top 10 in the country in adjusted sack rate. Yeah. They're allowing 112 rushing yards a game. So yeah. a lot of people want to look at who they lost last year, which is valid. They lost a lot of good guys, but... I think that the proof's in the pudding. And if you're going to tell me that they have an inferior defensive line, I believe off, uh, 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 Ohio State would have taken advantage of that last week. I think over the course of 60 minutes, that great Ohio State line would have eventually broken through. That's why I think that's such a telling game. You can't often or always take so much information from one game, but when we have 12 data points for Clemson, that we really don't know much about, you have to put a lot of stock in that Ohio State game. So I think yeah. that we can look at Clemson's defensive line and say For sure. they're going to match up really well with LSU's great offensive line, yeah. man. Now, if we had, just as a, a thought experiment, if we had switched, let's say that Ohio State got the, or no, let's say that Clemson got the number one ranking going in. Clemson plays Oklahoma and LSU plays Ohio State. Do you think Clemson beats Oklahoma as bad as LSU beat them? Oh, yeah. And do you think that the oh, outcome yeah. between LSU and Ohio State was was similar to the Clemson-Ohio State one? Do you think LSU wins that in kind of similar fashion? I actually do, Will. I believe both games turn out very, very similar. Interesting. Yeah, yeah I, I do. I think that's the biggest question mark here because maybe this line is a that's little a bit... That's a great way to put a, it, too. Maybe this line is just a reflection of, well, LSU just... 
I mean, they had seven. Uh, Joe Burrow had seven touchdowns in the first half against Oklahoma. But you're right; they played these two teams played very different competition. The matchup for Clemson was much tougher. And this is not a disres- this is, we're not disrespecting Oklahoma here by saying they're not on the same level as Ohio State. I think that that's a completely fair fair uh, assessment here and a fair thing to say. But even still, there, there's, there's something about this LSU mystique this year where they just feel like the team of destiny. They feel like nothing will get in their way. In every big game, they've they've shown up at every single moment. Obviously, just Clemson hasn't had that many games, and they did show up, especially in the second uh, quarter and beyond against Ohio State. But they still showed some flaws. I mean, they were getting their asses kicked for the whole first quarter. If Ohio State executes a little bit better in the red zone, which I know you can't just say that because Clemson has a great red zone defense and a great red zone offense, but there, there's a really good chance that Ohio State could have been up huge at halftime there against Clemson, whereas I feel like LSU hasn't, since the old Miss game like where they gave up 600 yards, they haven't shown a weakness. What I am saying is that I think LSU is the better team. I think LSU wins, and frankly, I'm going to be rooting for them. I want Coach O to win. I, I want Joe Burrow to get this championship. Uh, and it's not a dislike for Clemson. I just, I, I've, I'm all aboard the LSU train this year. It's been so much fun. But what I am saying is that if I'm going to pick this game from a gambling standpoint, it's really hard for me to just, I, I don't know that there's a six point difference here. And I know we're going to stick with five and a half. But honestly, Tyler, part of me wants to take, here, here's what I'll say. If one team is going to blow out the other one, do you think it's, it's more likely it's LSU than blowing out Clemson? Because that's what I think. I think if one team's going to win by 15 or more, it's got to be LSU. I can't I mean, see Clemson, probably, Clemson beating LSU so by unlikely. 17 I, or I more. I think it's so unlikely. I don't know, man. There's something. there. Is, and here's, it here's, sounds like you're talking yourself into LSU. I kind of am. Okay, and here's <laughs> what I'm thinking right now. And, and I was going to mention this before, but this I think this is maybe the biggest factor in this game outside of the X's and O's and all that. This is the biggest emotional factor. This game is being played in New Orleans. This game, if if there's obviously everyone knows that Coach O is a great motivator. That's obvious. You can see it on the field. His players fight for him. And if if he's gonna, if there's ever gonna be an emotional edge for them, maybe a home field advantage. You have to imagine that the Superdome, the New Orleans Dome, is gonna be full of more LSU fans than Clemson fans. That's a, basically a home game for them. Baton Rouge is like an hour or less from New Orleans. That's a big time advantage for them. That's where they want. I bet you when they started the year, before the season even started, Coach O went up and said, here's our goals, and our last goal is playing in the Mercedes Superdome in New Orleans for a national championship. They're there. It's stupid. I don't think that either team is less motivated, but I think that gives them an emotional edge. I just don't know how much fans in the stands add to these games. Fans in the stands. Yeah, I hear it all the time. It has to because home games are worth points, right? Is that well, worth a point? Is it worth a point with it being in New Orleans as opposed to it, Clemson having, having it, to travel it, from South Carolina? At, at most, it's worth a point. It, I think it's worth a point. And I don't know. Here's what I'm going to say. Take LSU. I, I, this is what I'm going to say. I am going to take LSU because guess what? I don't have a chance. Oh. Anyway, how about this, though? I want to proposition you, Tyler. Oh, my God. I'm taking LSU. Okay. He's taking a bet. Bet for a game. Would you like to bet on it? Mine is, we're, we're sticking at five and a half. If how about oh, I bet we are. How about how about <laughs> this? On. If LSU, I was thinking a five and a half. If you LSU, just said it's six and a half. No, 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 no. You we you said we were gonna. On, on, you said five and a half Bovada. is a consensus, and all I right, agree with you. Right. I, we were just. I, was I already showing, have the season trophy. I, I only care. said six and a half. Because, I already have the trophy. It's available, or do you? I already have the or trophy. Or do you? Because here's what I'm I presenting. What I if I did this, Tyler? 
I am too smart. <laughs> this I is the longest smart. drop. I, know, I hate this drop. It's, it's so fucking long. I mean, S-M-A-R-T. <laughs> um, so, what, how about this? How about instead of me taking just LSU, I take LSU minus 15. <laughs> And if that happens, it's worth three, and I no, win. No, absolutely not. I'm not going to give you a way to do What's this. What's the number? What's the number? There what is need? no number. The, Tw- this twenty minus over. twenty. You it's still win. The season is over. <laughs> Will. <laughs> All right. How about uh, it's worth two, and I at least get to tie. No, it's this done. <laughs> the game is over. All We're right. Putting fine. a bow on this fine. season. I have the trophy. Yeah. And that's it. You're scared, Tyler. You're scared. All right. Well, that's fine. I'm still... You know what? You're right. I talked myself into it. I'm taking LSU minus five and a half. I've been torn on this game all week long, and I felt like I wanted to take Clemson just because of the points, and now that I'm thinking about it, I'm saying I can't turn my back on Coach O. He's going to do it. I, I think they're going to win. That's that's it. And well, they're going to cover. Five like and a half. we just said, I think Clemson has the advantage with... In more matchups, when you look across the board, actually, for quarterbacks, I also believe... They have the advantage, and here's why. Oh, Everyone talks Tyler. about Joe Burrow. If you look they at ESPN. Do. He won the Heisman. But I believe exactly, Will. The Heisman look at, curse? Look, yes. Look at Heisman players, what they've done in bowl games and post-Heisman trophy ceremony, whether it's in the NFL or college, if they come back for another year. It is not good. Yeah. And I'm willing to fade that. I, I firmly believe in fading ESPN. Now, a lot of people listening may be saying, what is he talking about? It's, it's ESPN is usually... From the eyes of a, of, a, of a better, ESPN is the collection of the squares. And ESPN, all they've been talking about for the last couple weeks is Joe Burrow. And guess who no one's talking about? Oh, yeah, next year's first overall NFL pick. So I'm not saying that Sunshine is great and Joe Burrow's a bum. I'm saying you think he's actually f- better. I'm saying we've all forgotten what's going on with Clemson, and it's so easy to forget. But I'm actually surprised here, Will, because what happens, and what I always criticize the public for, is being too uh, prisoner of the moment. And what will happen all the time is you'll see, you know, uh, a team who has been so good all year, and they have one bad week. And then everyone's just fading them. Everyone's, you know, Georgia after the South Carolina game. Yeah. Oh, Georgia sucks. It's like, are we all sure? Because they lost one game the last month and a half against the spread after that SC game. Everyone jumps off the bandwagon. So what I'm surprised with is last week, a lot of people, the public was on Ohio State. Clemson goes out, beats Ohio State in the second half. Was it? And now the public's back on LSU. Was it? The way Clemson won, that it was so back and forth for a long time, or is it that LSU, the Clemson, that the public thinks LSU is that good? I think because it's a little either bit way, both. I'm willing to fade either yeah. way because you just mentioned Joe Burrow and all that. I just think we're forgetting. My my whole point to all of that was I just think we're forgetting how good Clemson is, and despite them beating Ohio State last week, that didn't do enough to shake the general public and say bet on Clemson because the money's coming in on on, on LSU. The, the public doesn't think Clemson can win, and I honestly will. I think that plus 185 is f- fucking laughable. For a money line. For the mean? money yeah. line. I'm going to have some serious money on Clemson money line because plus 185. It's great odds. That implies, and let me pull it up quickly here, for, for those who don't know. Um, what is that, like a 38% it, 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 chance yeah, of yeah. winning? Those all correlate to percentage. Yeah. So when you hear minus 200, minus whatever, they all correlate to an exact percentage. Minus one. Or what I'm going to guess, uh, I'm gonna guess uh, uh, it's plus 190, right? 
185. Uh, 85, yeah. I'm going to guess 38% chance. That's my guess. 35%. Hey, okay. Very close. Uh, Yeah. Well, listen. If you're telling me that if, and here's a good way to do it in your head, right? Statistics. If LSU and Clemson play 100 times, 100 times, you really think Clemson's only going to win 35 of those and LSU's going to win 65? Hell effing no. It's going to be at least, at worst, 60-40. I mean, LSU probably wins 60 of those. So they're undervalued. Exactly. That's the point. Is What they're charging is not equivalent to the true odds. Clemson's getting disrespected here. But maybe it's not just that... Because you said, is it just that people saw that, you know... Here's the other thing that you have to remember, too, is that they were one... That the, the game-winning play for them was that interception. And if if Justin Fields doesn't make that mistake, if he throws that ball a little bit earlier or throws it just a hold on to it for a second and sees the receiver breaking out, Ohio State wins that game. Yeah. And then we're still... Now we're talking about Ohio State versus, versus LSU. And so... I, and you're exactly right. It but, doesn't but, mean but that the LSU loss, is perfect. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. And I completely agree with that. But the lost part of that example right there is how elite Ohio State was. Yeah, absolutely. We had three elite teams this year. Yeah. Clemson, Ohio State, and LSU. Ohio State was so good, man. Yeah. So that's what gets lost in that. In that is, well, Ohio State, if they would have won... They're just as deserving. Yeah, I mean, you know, and they're blowing. And if let's say they beat Wisconsin handily, they don't give up that number one spot. It could be Ohio State versus Clemson in the championship game yeah, right now. Yeah, you never know. Exactly. Exactly. So you're right to, from a value standpoint, but I'm just going strictly off of emotional and feeling. And and I don't like doubting and questioning Dabo Swinney and Clemson in big games. I've been all over him in big games the last few years, especially in the playoff. Last year they were my pick to win the national championship game early in the season when everyone was still saying it was Alabama. And I'm just I'm very torn, but to me there is this LSU team just has a feel to them. It has a feel of a team of destiny. The story is writing itself with this being in New Orleans, the whole state of Louisiana being behind them. I'm all about it. I love Coach O, and I just think LSU really. I think LSU honestly could blow them out. I, I expect it to be a good game and a close game. So much talent. I think there is a I'm gonna say a 10% chance that LSU wins by. 15 or more. Well, you know what they say, Will. Last game of the year. Brent can't hold anything back now. <laughs> That's right. That's right. They can't. And I'm excited. This is going to be such a good game. I, th- I really th- believe it's going to be close and exciting. And obviously, it's, it's on Monday. Uh, we're recording on Tuesday right now. So the game is on Monday, and then we're going to be in the studio wrapping it up, uh, wrapping up the season, day talking after. about the game the day after. Yep. So I can't wait to be talking about it with you next week. Same I'm here, real, man. I'm looking forward to this. Same one. here. It so. was a good, uh, good year. Let's hope we ended with a uh, good game for the championship. For sure, it's been a great year. All right, hope you guys enjoyed that. It's going to be a good one. Good luck, everyone. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the Sharp Angle. This is the Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player.